Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right, welcome to Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor. I'm your host, Victor Dadaj. I hope you're having an amazing day. Today, we have a great guest. She is a purpose-driven entrepreneur who is committed to making a meaningful impact through her work and with a data-driven approach, she is constantly striving to make well-informed decisions that move the needle and empowering teams to do their best work and having the right people in the right place at the right time is the cornerstone of her success. And as a triathlete, she knows the value of hard work and dedication and applies this mindset to all aspects of her life. And she's also the co-founder of LANPDT, which is the Los Angeles new product development team. And they are your go-to partner for all your product design development needs from ID generation to prototyping manufacturing. Let us welcome Onega Olanova. How are you doing today, Onega? Hi, Victor. Uh, thank you for having me. And I am doing wonderful today. Awesome. So Tuesdays are almost always a productive day for me. So Great to hear. It's wonderful have, to have you on, Onega. So I'd like to get started by asking you to please share your story. How did you wind up becoming an entrepreneur? That is an amazing question. And I always love sharing my answer to it. So my journey as entrepreneur started back at home in Kazakhstan when I was a business development manager for uh, automotive uh, equipment. Uh, distributor so I was working while I was doing my undergrad and I just fell in love with the feeling of being entrepreneur and I was looking at my uh, company management how they kind of help us to grow how we were able to create job opportunities and economic impact so at that moment I realized that I really want to be entrepreneur and plus uh, my father is entrepreneur, so it's kind of in my blood. And together uh, with my husband, when we moved to the United States to get our degrees, we knew that we want to open a business one day. But also we knew that in order to do that successfully, we need to have two things, which are experience as well as capital. So after we graduated from school, we went to work for industry. I was an auditor for American Petroleum Institute. He was an engineer at DXP. So he was doing a research and development at huge centrifugal pumps. So and we worked for a couple of years there. And in 2015, we realized that it's time for us to go to the next step and open our business. So that is when we opened our doors for LA new product development team and why product development. It was a great mix for us to have an impact on other life, plus utilize our own experiences. And it also helps not only to grow us and our company, but also help others to realize their ideas, products, and uh, grow their own enterprises so it was the best fit for our personalities as well as skill sets 
And since then, we never regretted the one day, even though life of entrepreneur is up and down within an hour of your day. <laughs> no, definitely. No, thanks for sharing that. So basically, you, you came from Kazakhstan. You were both going uh, doing undergrad there as well as working as a business development manager. And um, But you always loved being entrepreneurial, and it was in your blood because your dad was also entrepreneurial. And then you and your husband decided you wanted to come to the U.S. You came to get your degrees. You finished it. And you want, you guys wanted to start your own business. But you realized first you need to get some experience and get some capital, which is very important. So you worked as an auditor. He worked as an engineer. And you guys worked for a few years. And then um, 2015 said, let's do it. Let's start our own business. And you started doing product development and ideas. And and I like the fact he's saying it's, it's not just for yourself, you know, you know grow yourself but also help others grow as well, help them grow the business, grow the ideas, their products, help impact other people's lives. And uh, so I think that's that's very nice. This is wonderful. It's serving people. And I think that is a key factor in success. I think sometimes when you just focus solely on yourself, not me, everyone wants to make money, everyone wants to make a profit. But when you're just solely focused on just on yourself, you don't care too much about your clients, your customers, you're going to have problems. But you're focused on serving them and helping them grow and you know, helping them have a great life, helping them make money, make profits, you're going to have a lot of success. And then, um, and you're right, it's definitely up and down in the entrepreneurial world. But would you agree that has been a part of the success you and your husband have had over the years? Because one thing you guys do, is you guys focus on helping your clients grow and get better. Yes, definitely. Uh, I think several key elements what made us uh, successful in our businesses, definitely continuous education, but also customer service and customer mentoring. So even though we are service providers, so people come to us for a specific scope of work, uh, we also initially focused as additional thing to build a community and share education and host workshop. But in 2019, we actually created a new entity, which is with the name of Tech to Market, which sole purpose is to educate people on product commercialization and monetization. And even though we serve quite a wide variety of people through our Tech to Market arm by hosting workshop, by doing mentorings, I personally uh, love working with women entrepreneurs is just because we as creatures <laughs> have our own tendencies of thinking and self-doubt so mm -hmm. I try to address that quite a lot during my conversation and during our workshops and as well as sometimes underrepresented I don't I, I don't like that word but we as immigrants here we know challenges we face as well as other people from uh, community like Latinas and such so such people sometimes need a hand and they need to be proactively reached out because sometimes they're shy to express their need so um, I would say yes, and our customer base, they are all willing to share their knowledge during such workshops or when we do matchmaking. So, yeah, I would say definitely. When you think beyond yourself and beyond your own success, that is when a real success comes. Okay, that's definitely some good stuff there. You know, I like that tech-to-market thing you and your husband did. 
You know, you focus do education, customer service, and educate on product utilization. And and you are focused, you know, helping women entrepreneurs in a workshop because they have a lot of you know things like sometimes they're shy about things. So you help them, you know, you know, overcome these things and overcome these challenges. And so I'm sure you've been able to help a lot of women entrepreneurs. And I'd like to ask about your, your background, because obviously you and your husband, you guys are immigrants, so you're immigrant entrepreneurs. So coming, you know, you guys came here to get your degrees in the work. So obviously you guys faced, so, you know, I'm sure a number of challenges. So so you, would you mind talking about some of the challenges you have faced in your journey and how you and your husband were able to overcome it? And also, what advice would you give to, you know, you mentioned other immigrant entrepreneurs, you know, what advice would you give to them who are just starting out here in the United States? That is an amazing question, actually. We were lucky in a way uh, that we came to Louisiana, and Louisiana is a very welcoming state, and people are very welcoming and friendly. So I personally never faced such things of being unaccepted to any community. And one of the reasons... I think many people brought is that I usually come to the room with a value add. So when you have something to bring to the table and when you have something valuable to share and do, that is always helps you to establish yourself no matter what background you are coming from. One of the things which was kind of different with me and with us that we started our path from the perspective of immigration is very unusually. So we started as on OPT, I was self-employed. I was actually the first self-employed throughout the history of Louisiana Tech University. So when you graduate from the university, you get like two and a half years of OPT. It's like a work permit. Usually people go to work for large companies who sponsor their visas and green card and such. We decided to go a little bit different route. So we started as a self-employed for me, and then we became as uh, investors visa because we started this company. So we showed that we invested funds to this company and we created jobs. And one of the main things for international entrepreneurs and immigrants here is to think through your path to a green card. So you need to think through all the criteria um, there are out there if you don't want to work for somebody else. Uh, look at in details into the National Interest Waiver Program and make sure that you start gathering all the evidences and creating those values required in that visa. That's way, that way you will be able to open new doors and new opportunities such as government grants, government contracting, government um, marketplaces. It's a huge market out there, and they like to work with, which is very obvious, and it's understandable with green card holders and citizens. So make sure that you have a clear plan on how you can get to that level, how you can prove that you're worthwhile, and work with a good immigration attorney. Other than that, just make sure that you bring value to the table and people will not notice on things you are uh, and from where you are from. Make it as unique. Uh, another thing, well, you can hear my thick Russian accent, even though I'm from Kazakhstan, we, we all have Eastern European accent and 
most of folks, when I started to work on my American accent, as I am doing it right now, actually, I'm taking classes, they say that it's my distinguishing thing. So be proud of your uniqueness, be proud of your roots and bring value. That's how you can grow yourself as a person and as a business person in the U.S. market. All right, so that's good. It's good to hear that you came to Louisiana. It was welcoming to you guys. So, and and I like it. Bring value to the table. That's always going to make a big difference. Focus on value to whoever you're interacting, whoever you're dealing with, and you share some great stuff for those who are coming here or immigrants. And like if they want to, you know, be self-employed instead of being sponsored by the company, some of the criteria to go through for the green card and get all the information that's required, and then you can get a whole bunch of stuff like government grants. And I like what you said about your accent. Be proud of your uniqueness and your roots. And uh, yeah, people like that. And uh, yeah, in this country, a lot of people definitely uh, will like that. You know, because the truth is you come over here, you a lot of people in the United States only know English. So you know English and you know Russian. So you, you know at least two languages. So so you're ahead of most people. So I think most of the people are impressed by that because you know more languages than many Americans. So um, so that's pretty cool. And yeah, definitely be proud of where you come from. A um, couple of things I want to I ask you, because you, you definitely have a, a lot of interesting uh, things in your background. Number, like For example, um, I, you talk about mindset, and number one, you're an avid triathlete, and, and you applied that mindset of a triathlete to everything in your life. So I want to know, because I'm, I'm a big believer in mindset. I think it's so important in your success in all aspects of your life. So I want you to talk a little bit how mindset has been important to you. And I also want you to talk about how has this mindset helped you in your entrepreneur uh, journey? And what lessons have you learned from your experiences as tri triathlete that, is, that you've been able to apply to your work? You get what you put into the practice. That's it. The more hours you work, train, think, strategize, the more results you will get. That's, it's like a heartful truth everybody needs to know the more you do work structured work not just random work but structured work the more you get um what i'm taking for my training is that there are moments when you cry and scream and it's painful and it's you you're thinking like why in the hell i'm doing it like but then comes a moment when you realize that all that was for good. So there is nothing good comes from simple tasks. The more challenging your season in life, the more challenging the period, the task ahead of you, the more fruitful results will be. And not it's not always that things happen from the first time the way you envision them. Sometimes when you fail one, two, three times, the win will be more lucrative. So that is what you need to think through. And it's not only relating to triathlon, to any sport. You're putting hours and you're getting results out of it. So, yeah, answering that question. And also, what is very important is to see a clear picture what you want. Know your why, why you started to do what you do. Write it. Because in moments of doubt, you need to get back to that why. That is your North Star, which makes you move further and not to give up. 
So have a clear understanding why you are doing what you do. There are a couple of things, a hedonic value, something which more like purpose-driven things and utilitarian when you need to make income or do other things. Make sure that you address both of those because money will come, but the purpose might not. Start with a purpose and think big. So small things, they're not very sexy. And sometimes you need that big dream. Think and start with a big success in your mind to be your North Star. Very good. I like the way you started. You get what you put into the practice. So it's, you know, if you don't put a lot in, you're not going to get a lot out. And unfortunately, there's some people who think like that. They want all the success in the world, but they want to put the time and the effort. So the more you work, and as you mentioned, structure work, not just any kind of work. It's got to be structured, you know, productive, the more you're going to get out of it. And and I like you mentioned the fact, there are going to be some difficult moments. They're painful, they're tough. You're wondering, why am I even doing this? Is it worth it? But uh, yeah, but these challenges, I'm sure this has been your experience, these challenges, doing these, overcoming these things and having certain failures but not giving up, overcoming all these challenges and these adversities, I think has made you a stronger person. And because you didn't give up, I'm sure that that is a big part of your success because you kept working at it. And uh, and you're right, doing anything simple and that's not too great. Um, nothing great will come out of it. But you mentioned that you get these challenges more fruitfully, you get a lot more great things come out of it. And um, yeah, and and the wind will be so much sweeter because all the effort, the time, the toll you put in. And I like the fact you talked about the fact you need to have a clear picture of what you want. You got to visualize what you want. And a lot of people don't do that and figure out what is your why and figure why you're doing this and write it down and look at it. And I like for that. Start with purpose. Too many people, they don't know what their purpose is. And if you don't know your purpose, it's uh you don't know what to do and very often you will give up because if you don't know your purpose there's no reason to keep doing it but if you have a you know purpose you're going to continue and i like that think big unfortunately not many people do think big it was think michelangelo said the problem is that people don't um you know, set big goals and they'll reach is that people set small goals and they reach and nothing good happens to it. but if you go for a really big goal even if you don't reach it maybe you fall a little short of it but you've accomplished a lot like, for example, if you set a goal to make $500, you make it, it's no big deal. But if you set a goal to make, say, a million dollars, but you fall short, you make 800000 you still make 800000 which is a lot more than making $500. Because you stretch yourself, you grew. So would you say that's part of it, too? Because when you think big, you stretch yourself, you grow a lot more because you're aiming for something big. Would you think that uh, that's true? Definitely. There are a couple of elements why I mentioned think big. Number one is definitely you need to put your mind to success, big success, the one which makes you stay up late. Another thing which is also very important is when you start building your company, you need to start with foundation, meaning sometimes you never know when that big moment comes when you will get a lot of customers for service, for products, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you need to have a systematic approach, meaning that you need to build a system, how you will manage what you have right now and what will happen if you will have many more. Uh, so this foundation helps you scale. And from my background as a quality, auditor and as well as a quality management uh, designer and consultant, you put it in writing. Like, you know that 
everybody needs a website. Everybody needs uh, social media. Everybody needs CEO search engine optimization, right? You can do it yourself, one day, one off. But also create a procedure, simple one, not fancy one. Use chat GPT for your help. Just write down steps you take. So one day when you will be able to afford it, you can hire a virtual assistant or bring in-house person who will learn from what you already wrote and be able to do it instead of you. So you can focus on other things. Because usually when a person opens a business, they do it everything. There are like 60 heads they wear. But one day to grow, you need to delegate. And key of the delegation is foundation you built yourself. Steps, procedures, results. That is what other aspect of thinking big is. Create a system, create a fundamental thing, which will have opportunity to scale as your business scales. Mm -hmm. uh, that's definitely some good stuff there. Number one, put your mind to success and start with that foundation with your company. You have to start at the beginning, build that strong foundation. It's like a house. If you have that blueprint for building out, you try to build it without the foundation, it's going to be a rocky shell foundation. And any kind of uh, bad word is going to knock you down. Same thing with your business. If you don't start out with a strong foundation in the beginning, the business is going to fall apart. Because like you said, you start growing, you can start getting more business, getting more clients, more customers. But you, you don't have the system in place, the proper foundation to build business is going to suffer. And uh, and you can take a lead down the road. Like you said, most people start off by doing it themselves. But down the road, they, they'll delegate to get a virtual assistant or another person in-house that they can delegate the the sasu and they can focus on the more important things of growing the business. So this kind of leads to the next question, which um, because obviously, and this may be part of how uh, this may be part of the answer to this question, because you know you and your husband are able to you know do uh, a number of bit multiple businesses in different you know industries and countries, which you know for a lot of people can be very challenging because for most people one business in one country is very challenging. So. Uh, what are some of the strategies that you use to manage your time effectively and make sure that your business re receive the, receives the, the attention that it needs? That is a great uh, question. Time management, number one. Clear strategy, number two. And procedures, number three. Time management. You need to dedicate and assign to each of the projects percentages of time you have at hand like you know that you work a day eight hours and like 50 or 40 hours a week divide those hours into the projects like 10 hours to project a 15 hours to project b and such that is one of the most important things then have a clear priorities for each of the business. Grow customer base, go grow revenue, improve segment A, B, C. Have it written down. And number three, delegate what systems you already have in place with clear KPIs. So what exactly need to be reached? When you have these three elements in mind and written down, you will be able to properly assign time frames, like when you work with overseas team that you need to do it in the morning. So your morning is more team management. Then your afternoons is more partnerships and sales. 
during night you can review some of the analytics like accounting financials ads uh, other analytics so just be mindful about time you have in hand divide the time per project and delegate and check as much things as possible but in order to do that you need to have again system in place procedures in place and clear expectation from each of the uh, associates or persons you have on your team uh, that's definitely some very powerful stuff you know especially the time management part because you know you assign you know, a certain amount of time for each task and project you know you know the systems in place the expectation you 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 make clear to all the people working there for you you have the procedures there you know, review the analytics, be mindful of everything and delegate what you you don't want to do to other people. So just, you know, just go over that, make sure you know, you manage your time effectively, schedule everything, review it. Just say, I'm going to spend three hours on this, four hours on that. And then uh, everything gets done. I think a lot of people don't manage their time. A lot of people think they don't have time. But the thing is, everyone has the same 24 hours a day, seven days yeah. a week. And if certain people are able to manage their time because they do have these things in place like you do and, uh, and other successful people do as well. If you learn how to manage the time, everything, uh, have the procedures ready, just, you know, have the systems in place, everything will take care of itself. So that's some really good stuff, Onega. Now, as we're coming toward the end of our interview, um, do you have any other last minute, uh, last pieces of advice for entrepreneurs there trying to get started, you know, in business, you know, any entrepreneurs or I me, mean, I know you're you're passionate about helping uh female entrepreneurs. So any last minute pieces of, of advice for these people? Yes, two things. Number one, design your circle. Design it. Try to set time aside set time aside and think whom do you need in your circle? Will those people be influence marketing or patent attorneys or project management or PR people or operations people. Network with them, establish relationships, go for quality versus quantity, find several people, design your network, be mindful with whom you spend your time, with whom you talk, with whom you text. That is super important because knowledge is power and knowledge comes from your network. With whom your circle is what makes you who you are. Number two, we live in a super amazing world of automation. But in order to be successful in that aspect, do your homework. Try to find time a month, a week to research new tools, which makes you more productive. Be mindful about that. Set time aside and see how you can automate or make it less painful and less costly to do tasks you do. So just create tasks, which list of tasks which you do or your team does on a daily or weekly basis and try to find, find ways how to automate it, how to make it less, less time-consuming or resource-consuming, maybe divided by processes you have in your company, like marketing, sales, production, etc., or small tasks like content creation. So you can you create content for all the segments of your business, but think how you can do it faster 
How can you do more efficient? So these two things, utilize technology to grow and research these technologies because nobody will come to you and say, hi, this is tool, you need to use it unless you pay somebody for it. You can research it. And number one is definitely your circle. Yeah. Be mindful yeah. with whom you spend your time. I agree. But number one, especially be careful, be mindful who you spend your time with because that time is very valuable. Choose your circle carefully. I like that quality over quantity. And it's true. Your network is your net worth. So surround yourself with really good people and be particular about it. And definitely, I like the belief in automation. Do your research about how you can automate many of the tasks that you do. So very powerful stuff there. Listen, Onega, it's, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a real pleasure um, you shared a lot of great stuff, a lot of great wisdom, uh, some really good golden nuggets, a lot of good value. So again, thank you for being on the show. And if people want to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to contact you? Uh, they can either go to my website, www.lanpdt.com, or they can follow me either on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, they can just type my name. I have a very rare name. So there is no other Anega Yuvanova in this world. If there is, I would love to connect. <laughs> so, but yeah, definitely either social media uh, or our website. I usually reply to our emails like as soon as possible. Awesome. That's wonderful. You're the only Onega Ulanova. So that's very yeah. unique. Awesome. Again, thanks again for being on the show. Have yourself an amazing day. You too. Thank you, thanks. Victor. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.